Network. All right. We are live. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of ET Network. I'm your host, Deadman. With me, as always, my brother, DJ the Grave Robber. And today's episode is brought to you by... Uh, fuck, I didn't get a sponsor. You didn't get a sponsor this week, DJ. No one wants to sponsor us. Not right now, yeah. I guess. No worry. <laughs> but, but don't worry. You know, my people have ways to of uh, persuasion. <laughs> So this is our own production this week. Uh, anyways, so uh, <laughs> it has been a hell of a week, but let's go ahead and start the wrap-up because there has been a lot of media consumed, I believe, in all three of our lives. So we'll start the wrap-up. DJ, what did you, what did you do this week? Uh, well, mostly work. Uh, <laughs> my boss wanted me to continue uh, listening to, uh, well, we're watching uh, She-Hulk, and I was like, nope, I'm out. Fuck that shit. Um, <clears throat> that bad, huh? Well, no, dude, like, no, just for me, like, I'm sorry. Like, the moment I realized it was the sensational She-Hulk, I was like, no, I'm out. I'm not doing this again. Fuck all. You know, like, fuck all that bullshit. You know, I, mean, I don't care if it's, like, central to phase four or phase five. I don't think you will not know anything unless you watch She-Hulk this first season. It's the key component of everything of Marvel. And I'm like, I'm good. Okay. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah, like, uh, I was talking with Gibby about it, and he was like, oh, well, well, my friend says that she got, like, a lot of runs. She got multiple runs. I'm like, no, she didn't. She got one five-year run. Mm -hmm. And that was it. Yeah. They never went, they never revisited the character. Yeah, like, not that character. See, if you see another sensational She-Hulk, I, I guarantee it's a completely new character. But the original, you, ah, oh. <laughs> It's like, no, we need to put that away. It was that bad. Yeah. That was... bad. I love She-Hulk. Oh my god, I buried her in a freaking second. But uh, no, fuck that one. And that's this iteration. Fuck Kevin Fargy for this bullshit. He probably he's probably not directing, but he 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 gave it the okay. It's like, nah, fuck you, dude. Seriously, out of all of them, you use this one, the worst one. Yeah, but what what else have you been? Uh, what else have you been consuming? Um. Oh, I finished Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. Oh yeah, short. any any payoff at all? Yeah, I mean, you know, collecting the die, <laughs> collecting the dice in order to get the proper loot, you know. Um, but the end game is just going through. I guess it's called chaos levels, so you can get better gear and loadouts and shit like that. Yeah. I, like I said, I can't afford the season pass, so I haven't fucking played that. But I just heard it's just more more of that crap. There's no real true like expansions like you know like um borderline like the first uh you know borderlands you would get like a full story expansion yeah 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 nothing like that for tiny teams just surprised me heck even the pre-sequel had like four solid story expansions but uh yeah yeah i mean like they had at least things to add on yeah but tiny like i don't know what they're doing i mean maybe because they did mention like this was done during the pandemic so you know like lack of manpower whatever resources and shit like that but and they're trying to, you know, from what I've heard, they're trying to, um, you know, get people to still play because people are leaving because, like, you, you, would you, like, all we're going to do is just going through these levels just to get better gear and better loadouts. I mean, there's, there's like, a fourth or fifth tier of legendary now. <laughs> like, there's Chaotic, there's Ascended, there's, this, like, in some other crap, and it's like, yeah, but you'll, you'll get, get the Chaotic version of this gun right here, like... Like, I think there's, like, only, like, maybe, like, one-fourth 
of the amount of guns in this game as compared to other Borderlands. What? That's, yeah. What, what's like, the fucking point? Yeah, like you can get in a few in a few good runs, you can pretty much get like all of them. Like the point is like, oh, you got this legendary, but you know you could get like with the higher luck uh, luck level, you can get like the chaotic version of this of this same legendary. You know, like which is like you know has better stats, or you can get the third level of this legendary. Like it's the same gun, but like you know, but better stats. And I'm like, yeah, no, like. And I wouldn't mind that so much if you gave me story content to use this these loadouts on, not just more, you know, runs with this chaos levels. Like, 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 like what happens? Other happens in the story, but yeah, it gives you something to use them on. You know, yeah, what exactly I mean? like something. So, so yeah, as I said last time, look, people. If, I mean, it's Borderlands. If you really want Borderlands, we check it out. But get it on sale, preferably thirty bucks or less. <laughs> I would I I'd say I wait until like the, the summer sale or like the, the ten dollar like Thanksgiving or Christmas sale. Yeah, no, yeah, and and, and the season pass is it, it, it's not on sale right now. They they don't on sale the season pass. I, I think they kind of know, and it's supposed to be a sixty seventy dollar game. I'm like, fuck all that. No, it is not a sixty seventy dollar game. Right, what about you, Grave? I actually don't think I've been consuming much media. I played some Saints Row and then. Uh, I play a little bit of Skyrim, but other than that, I haven't really been up to a whole lot. Uh, yeah. Not a lot of different TV shows or anything going on. No, I mean, I watched some Trailer Park Boys the other day, but that's pretty normal. <laughs> Watch some Letter Kenny. You, fin- you finally saw the full episode of uh, where, where the To Be Fair bit yeah. comes from. But it's not like that bit makes much of a difference in the episode. No, you but know? it is hilarious. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I watched a little bit of Letter Kenny. <laughs> oh come on, the three legged dog bit from that whole fucking thing. I mean, in my opinion, <laughs> Trailer Park Boys is funnier than Letter Kenny. Of course. So, like, I don't know what to opinion. tell you. It's absolutely your opinion, man. <laughs> uh like I'm I'm not gonna argue the point. It's different strokes for different folks. I yeah. I personally think the three legged dog bit you know what i mean like with them trotting out the kid don't much care for kids then <laughs> like the old guy don't give a fuck free free produce don't have to fight for it and then they freaking bring out the three-legged dogs and wayne just drops the oh fuck <laughs> yeah, yeah i mean yeah like it's quaint <laughs> it, it, it is it's essentially quaint it, it's it's stupid uh, been up to, what does porn how count as media been up to it a lot don't tell Carmen I want her to find her video naturally <laughs> it does count Mike it does count you're putting you're putting hours into media it doesn't matter what it is uh, was, yeah, I've just been working started a new job so that's that's a thing yeah, yeah we 12 hour there. shifts sliding four day schedule four day on four day off so and we, we went to the range yes we did yeah, so I'm going to miss two Sundays this month, two Sundays in October, three Sundays in November, and only one Sunday in December. That's fine. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll get we'll get people to jump on. You're not yeah. like DJ. You're not fucking, this isn't, this doesn't pay you enough to make to make you miss a fucking, you know, day at work. <laughs> to, to miss a shift, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but if and when that day actually comes, okay. Okay. Well, well, I'll be happy to do that, yeah. 
let's uh, uh what, what's that what's that uh, speaking of media uh Deadman, did you get the lines i did get the lines honestly i have not had the opportunity to sit down and just work on oh, it you oh, know what fine. speaking of lines dj hmm? when is the worm's shadow gonna happen that's, that's the lines he's talking about, talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no, like, like, holy yeah. shit <laughs> Yeah, no, we get it. Like, yeah, no, like, I just want to make sure you got the lines, you know. And uh, so, production, okay. production, uh, um, um, primary production begins on the Worm Shadow tomorrow, Monday. Okay. It starts tomorrow, and I will have the initial cut ready for DJ to uh, put his final edits on and to put on on youtube and for those of you who don't know the worm shadow is the next chapter in our they all look the same series on pony x machina on youtube we have taken our own hand and taken a swipe at audio dramas and this one's a bit different this one has no narrator and uh i don't, I don't but it give does away. have a grave robber it does have grave robber it does have our very very good friend josh royer uh, it also has a returning cast member from, far, from 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 some of our previous media on that channel, and this one has no narrator, and it's going to take the found footage route of things. It's, it's like the grave, uh, grave robber, um, grave encounters. Yeah, yeah, ghost adventures version of Pony X Machina, and so that's that's that goes it's into kind of a cool idea though. I'm kind of, I'm, I'm kind of down for it. Yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait to start cutting it together. So primary primary production on that begins tomorrow. I will have the cut ready for DJ to to work on and probably have that together. If not by the end of next week, then the week after that. Yeah, hopefully. And uh, so that's gonna be that's gonna be a lot of fun, man. That's gonna be a lot, a lot, a lot of fun because um, honestly, where we went with this one was. I, I really liked it. I, I'm, I'm actually like really proud that when we wrote down, when we sat down to write this story, uh, it, it went the way it went, like, and it went in a natural flow rather than like jinkies. <laughs> <You know? Yeah. laughs> um, uh, I'll, I'll, what, what have I been doing? <laughs> I watched a little bit of Sandman, rewatched a little bit of Sandman, played some Saints Row, uh, came in here did some work with danny for some recording we we recorded uh an episode that's going to come out at the end of this month and started production on some stuff that is a lot of dark charm media's uh, main staples so that's going to be a lot of fun when those come out also uh we went to the range we went to the range yesterday yeah because uh grave robber and i both uh found ourselves uh in a, in a winning contest and we got some new toys <laughs> yes. you want to talk about that or Not you want really. to talk about the one i won uh, i don't know <laughs> I, don't, I don't like to talk about my toys to the, the strange public you know well it's not like what are they gonna do steal doesn't i know right change <laughs> the fact that i i just don't like to okay well i'll talk about the one i won uh entered the contest blindly didn't think i was gonna win got a message hey you want a new toy that's all i'm gonna say that's all i'm gonna describe it as is a toy and uh we went to the we went to the range yesterday and after a huge fiasco of going to a particular range i'm not gonna bring up their name or anything else like that but we were there to play with our new fucking toys and they were like, oh, well, to use those in here, you have to pay $250 a year. 
<laughs> were, were they expensive toys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, the toys. And, the toys. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> we're getting so bad at these things, damn it. <laughs> no, and that's exactly what happened, right? Like, we were like, go fuck yourself. Like, we're, we're $250 a year just to come and use your facilities? Like, fuck yourself in the most royal fashion. For so, real. Because other people fucked it up. Yeah, because other people caused damage to the property. So now they charge $250 a year, mind you. And there's no free, there's no free uh, uh, supplies. There's no free uh, amenities or anything else like that. There's that no guarantee that when you go, you'll have a fucking uh, lane ready to use. Yeah, you know? you, there's no space rented out for like, these particular people. No, it's just you're, you're, you're paying $250 for the privilege of using their facilities. To yeah. which Grave Robber and I took our shit and properly fucked off. We went to another place who was very happy to receive us and had a whole... <laughs> we had a whole encounter there, man. I, I don't want to say what happened there was, like, racially motivated, but it sure as fuck felt racially motivated, and I'll tell you that much, man. Right. And, uh, yeah, yeah, like... Uh, we went out there and uh, we started playing with our toys. And one of the one of the, the one of the range uh, 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 not not range one of the, the the fucking patrol officers comes out. Yeah, he said he is a range officer. He well, he's not a fucking range officer. So he comes out. He just starts berating us about what we're doing and the, the stuff that we're doing it with, and we're literally pointing out the rules to him. Like these are your rules, right? And then he's like, well, no, none of that. Don't give a fuck if that's what it says. Let me see your, let me see your membership card. And let me see your membership card. And Grave and I were both like, here you go, dickhead. Right? I guarantee you he did not expect us to have those fucking cards. I guarantee you. Because he didn't even check our name. He checked where we got it. Like, he didn't check our yeah, name. Yeah, he, he didn't look at the name. He was like, oh, yeah, you're one of these guys. Okay. So like we get, we, like we took our fucking pass our 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 our, our membership back. We, we we continue to fucking play on on the on, on the, the 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 membership course we were afforded, mm -hmm. and we were like, and so we we when we were playing, we 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 were both looking at each other like this cocksucker really just came over here and changed the rules to fit his fucking narrative. Exactly. And so we we went to the other part. Of uh of of the the place we were at the place we we had membership at, fucking uh yeah suddenly we were left alone because our toys are very loud. <laughs> <laughs> there was not a single person that came over and was like, "Hey, what are you guys doing here?" No, they were like, "Yeah." <laughs> yeah, no, nobody said anything when we got out the other set of toys. They were just no, like, mm. no, not at all. <laughs> And uh, so that that was a weird experience, man. But I, I'll tell you what, though, our 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 toys that we played with, man, we are we are both so fucking ecstatic we got them. And uh, and uh, with with the with a couple of giveaways that neither one of us expected to win. There's there's more toys on the way. <laughs> we have no idea what the fuck to do about that. <laughs> oh, I know what to do about that. <laughs> Grave robbers like hug him and kiss him and name him George. <laughs> no, 
take them and hug them and kiss them and love them and paint them up and name her Nancy. I like it. Uh, but anyways, with all that said, uh, I mean, let's let's go ahead and start the show because uh, we have some stuff to discuss and there was some stuff I wanted to talk about. But since we're in the video game section, we're going to run this first. <laughs> Yeah, because uh, apparently Call of Duty is going corporate. Good deal. <laughs> Why pay? Backyard. Uh, my backyard is not big enough to support those kinds of toys there, Mike. Not at all. So There might be some legality questions. And some crossover. <coughs> Let's just say some crossover. Uh, so Call of Duty is going to become part of Game Pass. And... Uh, if the actual acquisition goes through, good it, because it, honestly, it's fucking pointless paying for the same bullshit every year. Well, that well, no, no, no. Go ahead, DJ. Well, uh, yeah, no. I mean, like, you know, Gray is right, and that, and well, damn, this would be a huge blow to Sony if this happens. <laughs> oh, this is gonna. So the, here's the, here's why this is genius, and I'll and I'll and I'll state it very clearly and very fairly and very evenly. This is fucking genius. Because now Call of Duty will have zero pressure. Zero pressure for sales. If it's going to go straight to Game Pass, they're going to get clicks no matter what. And if it's fucking free, I guarantee you they're going to have three times the player base that they have right now at $60 a pop. Yeah. The only thing I'm worried about is that, like, uh, it'll have, like, well, microtransactions are bad now, but it'll probably be, like, 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 like even more so, like, like Madden type level of microtransactions. Oh God! You know that's that's what I'm kind of worried about with this. But honestly, it might just be worth it, just because you know it's like VTN Superfan. No, don't nobody like COD no more. It's all about Fortnite. <laughs> Fuck me, we got a super fan. Holy yeah. shit! Welcome to the fucking show. We love you for whatever you are. I I love that. And you know what? Fortnite Fortnite's yeah. a different cup of tea for people. And you know, COD is a different cup of tea for people and uh we we respect both both franchises here. And uh Yeah, it's true. Like and that's the thing, is like, you know, we can't exactly attack Fortnite. It's like super it's too freaking huge. Well, <laughs> it's, it's like not... it, it, uh, anything <laughs> positive and negative you can say about Fortnite, completely true. Because it's just that huge. <laughs> you know. Uh it's not about being. It's not about being huge. It's about their fan base. Well, so much true. of their fan base is so uh, radioactively toxic. Really? Oh, you know. Well, but uh, as as long as as long as they keep putting out uh, stuff like the, the the new DBZ skins, you know, the Batman crossover. As long as they keep doing stuff like that, Fortnite's going to stay alive. And I mean, Fortnite's I'm not going to lie. I did play it when it was like, oh, you could play as Thanos, and I was like, I'll give it a shot. Yeah, I got to play as Thanos. He had some kind of weird super jump ability, and that was it. You know, like yeah, I have to admit, like even I'm looking at Fortnite. Like you know, like like these franchises they're getting people like like DBZ, Marvel, and you know, and uh, DC, and all that stuff. Uh, That's actually pretty ingenious. It's like I'm just I'm just watching Fortnite. Like who are they going to get next? Like. I Not enough know. for me to actually, like, I haven't seen anyone enough that I actually want to play it, play it, but it's just one of those, what are you 
they get next? I mean, give us something. Hey, I know Apex. they had they got John Wick and everything like that. Yeah, that, yeah, that floored me. <laughs> I was like, freaking John Wick. You know, you know, better get freaking um, uh, the Punisher or something. <laughs> I was I was oh, this no, close. Uh, or what's his name from Taken? Oh yeah, yeah, uh, Sam, Sam yeah. something. Uh, I was this close, this close to booting up Fortnite when they had that John Wick skin. I was this close to doing it, but I was like, mm. like I can't, I can't bring myself. Yeah, it's well played, Fortnite. Well played. <laughs> <laughs> you almost got me, you son of a bitch. Yeah. Uh, well, Brian what, Mills. We're gonna get you. Well, Brian Mills. Thinking. Brian Mills. What did I say? Sam something. Sam, so okay, so it was Brian Mills. <laughs> I was wrong. Yeah. Uh, Xbox Phil Spencer has confirmed that COD will join Diablo and Overwatch and is essentially coming to Game Pass. Uh, but it will really be released on PlayStation on the same day. And you know what? That is such a big fuck you to PlayStation. And right now, PlayStation deserves it. Mm. I, I, I truly, truly believe that. Yeah. PlayStation, you guys better get your act together. Like, <laughs> like seriously, like get your get your hands on EA somehow. Freaking buy it. Whatever the price, get your hands on EA. You need that rival to Activision right now because if Microsoft gets Activision, I won't say it's done because it won't be, thank God, but uh, yeah, yeah, you guys. Well, I mean, like, let, let's, uh, let, well, let's take a look at, let's take a look at what PlayStation and, and has bullied COD into doing. Uh, they, they've had COD licenses and pre-releases for years now. And has bullied Xbox out of the market. And now that... What's up? Wait, oh, no. I was going to answer Danny's question. Uh, the first Diablo won't be there. Because that's only on GOG right now. Yeah, they own the rights, uh, yeah, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. G, no, well, you know, they, they acquired the rights. Blizzard's lazy. And GOG will fix your game. Play it on, on modern uh, PCs. So, Danny, if you want to play the first Diablo, GOG.com. I think there's a sale right There's a sale right now. I don't know if it's part of Diablo, but you can get the first Diablo and the first two Warcrafts on GOG.com. So, yeah, check that out. There you go. But PlayStation has bullied Xbox on so many fucking particular goddamn uh, 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 franchises. They had Madden like two weeks before it came out on Xbox. They had FIFA a week before it came out on Xbox. COD a week before it came out on Xbox. Anything that had to do with COD came out first on PlayStation. Mm -hmm. And now that Xbox has fucking bought Activision and fucking uh, uh, the COD license. No uh, we, uh, <laughs> thanks, DJ. Uh, we we speculated very early on that uh, PlayStation is gonna pitch and whine and, and pitch a fit and try to get their fucking exclusivity <laughs> back, and now uh, them announcing that it's gonna be released same day for PlayStation rather than ten days before or a week before or three days before. I I th I think this is Xbox's spit in the face of PlayStation. What, what do you guys think? I think that's Xbox's way of going, where's your Spider-Man now? <laughs> Honestly, no, I think that's part of it. I think what this really is, is just Xbox like, oh, yeah, where's your PlayStation 4 trolling now? <laughs> that's what I think this really was. It was like, because, like I said, PS4 won because of Xbox stupidity. PS4 just reveled in trolling Xbox. And now Xbox is like, okay, motherfuckers, okay. 
wait till next generation. We'll see how things are. And now it's like, oh, where is it now? And PlayStation's <laughs> all like, yeah, but we've got Spider-Man. And Xbox yeah. is like, we have all of Call of Duty. Yeah. <laughs> all of it. Like, no, we have all, all of fucking Activision and Blizzard. You know, so that's yeah. Overwatch, freaking World of Warcraft. That's fucking... Um, fucking everything. You know, seriously. So this is why it's like Sony. Like, fix your fucking Game Pass equivalent. And get your hands on EA. I don't care how you fucking do it, but if you want to be a proper rival, you need to get your hands on EA. And let's not let's not even bring into the idea that right now Xbox surpassed PlayStation in sales for the first time in years. But secondly, secondly, PlayStation has recently announced that they're going to increase prices due to supply chain issues, and they thought uh, Xbox and Nintendo were going to follow. And Xbox and Nintendo both went, we're good. <laughs> you oh, know yeah. what, bro? It's not that big a deal. <laughs> oh, yeah. I did hear that PlayStation started raising the price of the PS5 in the international markets, I heard. All of them. They're going to raise the price in all of them. Well, uh, I don't think they heard I don't think they anything official in the, in the U.S. yet. Yeah, well, because when I went to GameStop the other day, dude, like... I was like, hey, you know, how much are PS5s? And he was like, well, we don't have any. I'm like, okay. But how much are they? And he was like, oh, they're 700 And I'm yeah. like, really? Because that Series X right there was 499 So why the fuck is the PS5 so expensive? You know? Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that, that's bullshit. Yeah, like, that, yeah, that but- right there is basically a fucking gaming PC for 500 bucks. It really is, though. Yeah, <laughs> like... <laughs> I, I, I played on it, dude. It is a gaming PC. It is it fucking is a gaming slick. PC, dude. Yeah, and and if I use um, Nvidia Go, I can legit play Steam PC Steam games on the console. Like, oh, you got to play it through a browser window. Okay. Oh no. It's still playing Steam games. I mean, it, Steam supports Xbox controllers to begin with, so I don't have to change shit. <laughs> like, yeah, right though? Uh, yeah. If they, if what they does PS5 have like, to offer for two hundred dollars more? Nothing. Nothing. It's the same. It's the, it's the, it's it the, looks like it's a the, fucking Georgia O'Keeffe painting. Woo. Yeah, it, it's the equivalent <laughs> the, the product. They they have nothing, and and they know it. It's like, it, yeah. That no, plus it, PS5 it, is that fucking high gloss plastic that scratches like a motherfucker. Uh, you walk into the room, and eyelash falls and touches it, and now there's forty scratches on the side. <laughs> Jesus. That'd be weird since it's- Hey, I had one of the original piano finished PS3s, bro. I know all about high gloss scratching. Dude. Too. <laughs> like, it was the five hundred megabyte or five hundred uh gigabyte one. Yeah, I, I did have but, that, but no, I got rid of that because Yeah. But Fuck. I should have kept it though. I could've I could have sold it for a good price. It's the one right? you yeah. all like one, two, and three PlayStation games. Yeah. So it was like- and then then I could have gone back and you know, I, I actually I could I should have bought another one like that but then i went and i was like you know what it got stolen when i was living in the barracks so i bought the ps3 slim that wasn't stupid high gloss yeah uh, and 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 sony stopped production on the ps4s truth be told sony you need the ps4s now more than ever especially with this price increase yeah i mean and like, like let's like, not forget before you continue let's not forget this is the biggest transitional phase between generations we've ever had mm-hmm so like continue like keep saying what you were saying yeah no, yeah exactly and it's like look 
because the thing about the Xbox right now is like, yeah, the PlayStation, uh, no, the, the, the Series X, you know, 500 bucks, but you don't, you can't afford it. You have the Series S. Sony, you got to offer a cheaper <laughs> alternative because people are not getting their hands on PlayStation 5s and you're just continuing 4s? Are you serious? I mean, so like, like I said, yeah, I you ever feel like you've been forced to buy something? You know, <laughs> yeah, and this is why you never have monopolies, people, because if it was a monopoly, they would be able to get away with this shit. But since they have competition, they fucking can. I fucking love it. So, like, I'm going to get a PlayStation 5, but I'm going to get it fucking used <laughs> or some Hell shit. Hell yeah. Because there's no fucking way I'm going to pay above the fucking original re-fucking retail price of 500 bucks. Fuck that shit. Um, we don't pay scalper prices at VT Network. No. Nope. Mm-hmm. So, let's see. Look, and here it is. Uh, Sony PlayStation 5 console prices in many regions. It says the United States has escaped, but this is uh, 10 days old, and that has been changed, and I can't find the article I had uh, earlier. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be three to thirteen percent cost. Here it is. Here it is broken down. Oh, so uh, the old was four ninety nine euro. The new is five forty nine. Three ninety nine euro, four forty nine, four forty nine to four seventy nine, three fifty nine to three eighty nine. Japan is a big hit. Look at this: forty nine thousand yen to fifty four thousand yen. And here's another big one. Uh, the all digital in Japan still takes the same height. A uh, thousand won up, uh, up on China. Four hundred. Uh, these are these are these are some these are prices. Look at this fucking Mexico. Mexico yeah, dude. Took a big GameStop hit. only has online refurbished PS5s for four fifty. Fuck all that. Like ew. But I mean, we we've seen this before. We've seen this before. Raising prices doesn't fucking work. It doesn't help productivity. It, it only it only hurts uh, companies. I mean, we've seen this with with Atari. We've seen this with uh, uh, several failed console relaunches, like when Sega was about to get back into the market of consoles uh, around the Wii days. Uh, right before Nintendo just salvaged them from the fucking scrapyard, and they were going to be charging double that of the Wii for half the fucking games and features. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, like, and that's the thing, and this, and this is the beauty of, uh, you know, of competition because yeah, because these companies do try to think, oh, it's going to be better. Like, no, it won't. Hey, look at the 3DO. Holy crap! I mean, yeah. I get. I get the price they wanted. They wanted to go for that, but because they they wanted to sell the systems, I guess even and not at a loss. But look, this is why you have competition. It's like, no, this shit's too fucking expensive. Let me go back to my fucking Nintendo. Let me go back to my fucking Sega system. Like, let me go back to fucking whatever. Like, you know, and and, and Sony's going to do this. Look, Sony undercutting was literally one of your like core business models. Why you became so successful? Yeah. <laughs> And if you raise this price, you you literally just going to be hurting yourselves. You know, honestly, this generation, I'm kind of I'm kind of believing the rumors that this will be Sony's last generation. And you think so? Maybe. You know, with I'm... all these missteps and just tripping all all over themselves, this might be this might actually be it. And truth be told, I, we're in trouble as consumers if that's the if that's the case, unless someone else. I think they're going to go full digital. I think they're going to abandon physical media. I think they're going to abandon any kind of, of, of streaming service that they've had, like the PlayStation Plus stuff. I think that I like, I feel the way their market is crumbling. I feel like they're going to go full digital. Oh, they will. 
that's the thing. Like that, that's one of the big uh, that's one of the big goals of the uh, video game industry right now. They want to go digital. Why? To kill the used games market. The reason why we have so many sales on digital is not because of the goodness of their heart. Fuck that shit. It's because of the used games market. Because you get this shit super cheap. Like like for example, like Call of Duty Ghosts on sale yeah. on digital. You get it for twenty bucks, dude. You could get a physical disc for like less than ten. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's, it's ridiculous, but that's what they want to do. They want to kill the used games market, and and Microsoft but, really flat out said after this generation they're going to go all digital. Fuck, if that's the case, I probably just stick to PC forever. And honestly, yes, I agree with that because in all reality, like your console ends up becoming an entire media center. Mm-hmm. So yeah. what fucking good is having this? ultra high definition you know console plugged into your super crystal display or whatever and you can't just when you feel like it put in your campy feel-good movie that's on dvd like they don't think about that shit it's like look maybe every once in a while i do need a fucking disc bay you know maybe maybe i always go with try not to go all digital but try not to go all physical as well because like I said, both have their pros and cons. Digital is not bad. I'm going to make sure that's perfectly clear. It's the DRM. Like, digital, and then it's yeah. like, cool, you yeah. know what? I'm just going to yeah. pop this. Where does, it, where does it go? Where do I put this? Oh, I fucking can't. Thanks, <laughs> Sony, right. for going all digital. Now I have to go out and buy your own fucking Blu-ray DVD player again. Like, you know. But yeah, no, digital is not all bad. Like, digital's not bad. It's the DRM they put in digital, like, you know, Xbox and PlayStation. The only two avenues I've seen in modern gaming that actually is digital, where you can, like, where there's no hiccups or online BS, is Nintendo and uh, GOG. That's right, even Steam is DRM. It's, it's loose, it's light, but it's there. Steam, uh, Steam only enforces it when it senses some severe copyright shit. Well, yeah, exactly. But like I said, it's light. It's right, but it's there. I don't blame them. I don't blame them, especially considering the pirate age of the early of the early two thousands. <laughs> I mean, I, I can't blame DRM on PC. I can't because heck, I'm guilty of it. Like I, I play. I, you I, and I, I are guilty of it. Yeah, yeah, like we're guilty of a lot. We play a lot of games through pirate. I, mean, I bought legitimate copies of, of each game eventually, but when well, I first games- played them. <laughs> We were, we were, we had a really good review channel, and we uh, were were part of several uh, uh, several media passes. But those media passes did not include the game. We got coverage, we got emails, we got a whole bunch of input about the game. However, we never got the fucking game, so we had to we had to wait until the game came out, then Jack Sparrow that shit, so we can write a full review. Now, um, to answer Mike's question, if the console does Hulu, Netflix, and whatnot, isn't that good? Well, this isn't on Hulu and Netflix, you know? No, it's not. And my TV only came with two HDMI ports. So if I have a console on both HDMI ports, now i got to go back there disconnect something just so I can plug in a DVD player. Like, yeah. it's, it's not good. Uh, I, I will say though, uh, I because if I've got to get a separate piece of equipment just to play DVDs, I'd rather just get a USB disc drive for a gaming PC. Yeah, for like twelve bucks. Yeah, they sell now. Plug that uh, fucker in there. I don't need it on my desk when I don't want it. Like, 
That's what I was gonna say. I, They're I like that big; they can go right on the shelf with the DVDs. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was gonna say I, I don't see the physical media like as far as like DVDs and stuff going away. No, because there are physical collectors out there. Like uh, who, who we had, we had them on the show. Uh, uh, Props to history has a huge DVD collection and a huge Blu-ray collection. And we had, we know several people that have giant Blu-ray collections and stuff like that. And that's never gonna go away. And but, to answer that last question, why do you need two different consoles? Well, we kind of touched on it. Console exclusivity. Yeah. It's kind of bullshit. But, know, yeah, no, but physical copies are never going away. That plus I'm a Florida guy. So when the, when the power goes out, you can run a TV and an Xbox on a generator, but the Internet's not working. Oh, well. But I'll tell you what, when Hurricane Irma hit and I had no power for two and a half weeks, but I still had a working refrigerator and my entire entertainment center on a power bar... It the, uh, the only difference was there was no air conditioning. <laughs> like, Ooh, fuck that. <laughs> yeah, enough said. Um, <laughs> uh, hey, what was uh, fuck? Lost your train. Yeah, lost the train. Uh, I, I will say, why do you do two different consoles? Is oh. because for games like Legend of Zelda, mm-hmm. Legend of Zelda is never ever ever going to leave nintendo's fucking primary fucking sources mm-hmm. never and you can quote me on that that's right um and honestly if i mean i can't get a hold of a ps5 i'm really contemplating getting a switch anyway the new should, oleds yeah. just dropped i mean could be fun yeah sure there's a lot of good games a lot of good games on this yeah show. and I, I i still play my switch uh and you know when, when you when you have games like metroid dread which is literally the end of a 40-year story uh started in the 80s with metroid uh it's, it's only one place you can find it and it's on Nintendo. that's actually the game i would be playing too when i'm not on the yeah. tv i just lay in my bed playing metroid but yeah. I, I've, I've already thought about it <laughs> get starlink no thanks man we don't want to put more fucking money in bezos pocket you know, yeah, exactly. You know, console ex- exclusivity, and like, like I said, like a lot of people hate it. On a practical standpoint, I can understand, but honestly, we can't, we do we do need it. This is a necessary evil because it goes back to competition. You need mm-hmm. that competition. You know, because like I said, look what Sony's doing. If we didn't have that competition, they could completely get away with it, and there's none, nothing anybody can really do about it. Yeah. Console exclusivity is a necessary evil. I know a lot of people don't like it, but you can't just think about oh, what's good for me. You have to think about what's good for me in the long run. You yeah, know? and that's and, like and, up and, until and, Sega died, Sonic was yeah. only Sega. Yeah, I yeah. mean, like, let I me mean, look at Sony back in the past because they were so cutthroat last gen. Microsoft realized we need to be cutthroat this gen, so now mm-hmm. we, we're buying up these companies, and now they're they're, they're acquiring Activision and uh, and uh, and Blizzard. And like I said, you wouldn't have that if you wouldn't have this, this competition. We need this that ex- exclusivity because it keeps these companies on their toes, and because of that. Us, the consumers, will profit from it. You know, you have to think long-term game, not short-term game. Right. Yeah. Musk not be... I, I Musk, Bezos, fucking... I don't know. what. How, I can't keep the billionaires straight anymore, Mike. <laughs> if they were to die in a fiery explosion tomorrow, I wouldn't miss any of them. <laughs> Neither would all the workers that have to wear adult diapers at the Amazon plant. You know? But let's cover this real quick because this is a, this is an ongoing story. Last uh, I don't know if it was last show or a couple of shows ago, we covered the idea that uh, EA accidentally put out the FIFA property for six cents. <laughs> oh Remember yeah, ninety nine point nine percent off. <laughs> Damn, 
<laughs> I would have made I would have made an Indian account just just to, just for that. Like, you know what? For six cents, I'll, I'll give Madden a shot. He'll try it out. <laughs> oh, it was FIFA. I think it was FIFA. FIFA it was yeah. FIFA. Yeah, it, it was FIFA. gets I'll worse. Give FIFA a shot. It gets worse. Oh man, they leaked it a month early. <laughs> Somebody's upset. <laughs> This is the last time that EA uh, even get money off of this franchise, and now <laughs> I don't know who the guy that fucked this up is. I don't know if it's the same guy that fucked up the price of last time, but I guarantee you they're gonna find him dead in a motel in Vegas from an overdose. <laughs> oh, for sure. Oh <laughs> uh, my God, uh, Jesus Christ! Players who pre-ordered the Ultimate Edition were already slated to get the access to FIFA 23 three days. Before release, letting them play the game on September 27th instead of 30th. However, according to IGM and Eurogamer, a mistake of some sort allowed Ultimate Edition buyers to accidentally hit the soccer field game uh, a month early. Letting them check out the entire game, every roster, and all the features of ahead of the fucking launch. Oh, so, I've, oh, so all the bugs and crap are already there. <laughs> For everyone to see before the official price. All EA can do now is just release the game early. Just let it go? Yeah, to just somewhat try to get some uh, money out of it. Because everything is exposed now. <laughs> yep. I love it. Anytime EA fucks up. Look at shit, this I fucking guy. People somehow getting FIFA 23 on Xbox already. Game isn't even released yet. Mistake number one. Mistake number one, motherfucker. Where have you been? been <laughs> this is mistake number i ran out of room <laughs> fuck bro <laughs> bad journalism bad journalism there nepeth the z or nepin the z nepeth whatever you know what's kind of awesome is that our product showed up on an advertisement to a website on oh i saw show. that like Netflix. I'm just like wow. That's us. <laughs> That's us. Check that out. We're in an ad, guys. We're advertising. It is a self-run episode. Woo! Woo! This episode is brought to you by VT Network. Don't you love three brown boys that occasionally argue about nerd shit? VTN. Woo! Fuck yeah. No fate but what you make. <laughs> I like. Oh my god. This is. We're live streaming it on Twitch. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, my God. This is glorious. Burn, There's details Burn. on Reddit, on YouTube, Twitter. Oh, no. No, and dude. Digital copies have no resale. If you want to resale a digital copy, you have to sell the entire console with the game on it. Uh, no, it does. Oh, no, resell. I thought, I think he refund. Okay, yeah, you're right. Yeah, no, right. no resell. Like, there is no, like, going to GameStop when you're tired of it or whatever. No. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there, there, there are, there, there are certain markets you can do that. Uh, you can sell, like, uh, save game files if you have something really cool. Uh, yeah, but you have to have the actual, you know, host game files in order to open the save game files. Yeah. It's like on RuneScape, you know, you'd have to sell an entire account. And really, you're just selling someone your login and password. Yeah, I, I just, I'm just, wow, wow, wow. Beautiful, glorious. I, EA is just circling the fucking dream, man. Hmm. 
They're just circling the fucking drain at this Looks point. like we'll have to buy them, too. Ubisoft God. is still down to $8 a share. Damn I'm, thinking, it. <laughs> I'm thinking we should acquire that pretty soon. I'm thinking we should do <laughs> yeah, a uh, yeah, fucking Kickstarter crap. and just buy Ubisoft mm-hmm. run by ETN. Fuck it. I mean, in all reality, what what really could what's what's really going to save this fucking company? Like, dude, in, in, in reality, dude. I want some speculation. If we bought Ubisoft, do you think that we could use your division story as the next game? That would be awesome. Oh, right. oh, oh. Wait, wait, no, 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 wait! Before that, <laughs> before that, the first thing we need to do is like Ubisoft, Modern Assassin's Creed. No more stringing along this bullshit. We're right. finishing this goddamn story. <laughs> no more pirates. No more cavemen. No more motherfuckers at the no dawn more, of time. No more Vikings. No. no more Greek shit. No, no. They no. literally are gonna fuck up, get in trouble with some of the wrong people, and while he's at a save point surveying his city, take a twelve point seven millimeter to the dome. Assassin's Creed is done. He's the last one, the last one of this like brotherhood, and there's the last one the dude, yeah, one dude with a McMillan and a thermal scope. Done. Yeah, that's probably why they're fighting it. They're like, well, these guys would be worthless against guns, didn't you see Indiana Jones? Yeah. All right, so yeah. like um, pirates, pirates have guns, but crappy guns. <laughs> yeah. yeah and like i said i wouldn't mind any of that if they would just stop with this whole modern story bullshit it's like yeah still, god dang i mean i i caught a i caught a uh you know assassin's creed valhalla movie or whatever i think it's valhalla mm-hmm. you know movie and i saw the end and i I'm just watching this and i'm like they're still they're still doing the modern thing why there's nothing any like it's it's worse no. than freaking division, you know, because with division, like I said, we fail. Like, what's the point? But this is just like, we might be getting something soon. I mean, at least division two had a fucking ending. Like, this is just pathetic. <laughs> it's just at this point. Like, but like I but like getting back to the point, what what do you got? What do you think can save EA at this point? Oh, EA. <laughs> okay, look. EA has to save its fucking self. Since, since this is going to be the last FIFA game. What, uh, what they're going to have to, like, because it's and not a coincidence that like, after the FIFA pretty much, you know, pretty much, like, pretty much, like, pretty much got into a black hole and cave in on itself, that now, like, oh, check out Dead Space. You know, do you remember Dead Space? Oh, we, 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 you know, Dead Space. And now, like, oh, Skate. Remember Skate? Oh, you like Skate, remember? So, you like, 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 like one Tyler, of the, the creator like Skate. <laughs> oh, Monday you know, is a holiday. What? God damn it. Yeah, dude, one of their pillars is literally crumbling. And now EA has to, like, oh, shit. We actually put in some work now. We have to actually, like, do other... We have other... Wait, we have, we have other properties? Really? Oh, shit, we do. Uh, uh, skate. I've what, been what, telling you that for <laughs> years. <laughs> what, what, what are you talking about? Like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, what, Madden? FIFA? You know, like... Or, or, no, or, no, or, or, no. Skate. We have we have this Dead Space ma- 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 franchise. Oh, oh, I got it. In NHL, another pillar. Gotcha. No. Landed on sk- skates. Yeah. Why can't you hear me? <laughs> <laughs> well, you oh, all you see me, right? I'm here, right? Yeah. I exist. Yeah, people, you do exist. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> I quit. <laughs> yeah, it's not a coincidence that EA now has to like look at other franchises and shit like that. It's like, oh shit, we can't no longer skate now. 
Division, do you mean Destiny with a mustache? Yes, I mean Destiny with one of the mustache. God damn it, that fucking meme. I'm going to have to design like a Destiny cover and literally just put a mustache on it as part of our merch. <laughs> oh my god, let me update my password, you son of a bitch. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. <laughs> but speaking you, you of saving EA, people hard enough, dead man. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> EA should have their CEO go on Rogan. That would have to put sorry, them on I'm top also of like watching auctions on Gun. Oh, Mike, I am just like with Rogan, dude. That that is. You're right, though. Like Mike, you are 100 percent on target. Rogan can make or break you, and uh, I don't think EA has the capability of going on Rogan and making themselves look good. They went in front of Congress and the best defense they had was surprise mechanics. That was great. That was and the look. The look on the judge uh, on the guy's face when she when he said that. It's like, do I fucking look like I played fucking video games, you stupid cunt? <laughs> surprise mechanics. You mean like a slot machine? Mm. Yeah, literally, that's what he said. Isn't that what he said, though? Was I think it, it was. You mean a slot machine? Yeah. No. <laughs> it and, is surprise mechanics. And like, and the look on there, they were so <laughs> desperate trying to come up with something. It's like, you could, they were like looking at each other it's like, oh, shit. Like, this right, is what, like what, a. What do we got? What else do we got? What else do we got? This is a press conference. We, we actually have to think of something. This is actually be, before We're legitimate. Sued. What else do you got? <laughs> you brought a briefcase. What's in the briefcase? <laughs> I don't know. It's shredded newspaper in my lunch from last week. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> my fucking receipt from Goodwill from where I bought the briefcase. <laughs> It's empty, I'm sorry. You're both fired. Fuck, I'm fired. We're all going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, uh, and that's one thing I love. Like, like, seriously, like, it's one thing, but when you mess with the children, no, like. You, when you, you mess with the parents' with money, you mean? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, like that fucking uh, article that was like, hey, um, you know, little did you know that most Fortnite players are actually middle-aged women. You know they're not. No, it's their credit cards, <laughs> but it's not it's them. Their names, yeah, you but know? it's not them. Yeah, like, I mean, like, 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 right now, ma right now, Madden, Madden people are, are they E or are they teen? The team, oh, yeah, yeah. have to be teen. Yeah, oh. I, I guarantee you, some lady named like Leticia Gomez is not playing Fortnite. Like, oh, <laughs> I, I, I. I, I all I can imagine, the way EA can literally sink itself, right, is that they go on Rogan to talk about the fucking video games, and the guy is just out of his fucking element, just starts dropping N-bombs and, like, <laughs> anti-Semitic stuff and just anti-LGBT stuff because he has no idea what to say. And, like, he, like you're watching it going, like, okay, EA's going to – watch, guys. EA's going to bring itself out of this, all right? We're going to hear from, like, the CEO and everything, and he's just going to be like, these fucking – are fucking and they're and they and Joe Rogan's just like that's crazy man you ever tried DMT yeah, there it is <laughs> and all of these all of these that play Madden day in and day out they're not giving us any money they're it's just 
fucking and it's stockholders, like, how could he dude? be farther from the truth? Do you not realize how many new people Snoop Dogg himself has brought into the Madden franchise? Like, oh my god, dude! I like. <laughs> I can imagine like, that fucking. I can imagine like, just after that fucking interview, like just like new report comes out, several EA executives have committed suicide. <laughs> <laughs> but we have Snoop Dogg. Not uh, anymore. <laughs> I mean, look, Snoop Dogg got mad at Xbox one time because of their servers, and we never Has had a problem. We never had a problem after that. <laughs> like That's, big like, Snoop Dogg kind of does rule the world a little bit. A little bit, yeah. He'll it's show like, up at your kid's birthday party and he'll cap a fool for you. It's a yeah. I mean, like Snoop Dogg just put like it just puts like a, an expensive cell phone in a bunch of like ice bucket water. It's like okay. <laughs> like I just... there is no plan. I'm like, I mean, that was me. I'm like, go home with that. <laughs> I mean, am I wrong though? Am I wrong though? Like giving EA's track history with defending themselves, they end up on Rogan just like that. Oh man, that would be awesome. I, that probably like one time I actually would watch Joe Rogan from begin to end. <laughs> I don't just, think I could just, take it. I don't think I could take it. I think like the third end bomb in and one anti-Semitic slur, I'd be like, oh, I'm, so, I'm so just. So two seconds within the within the show. <laughs> yeah, five seconds in. You know I don't know. I'd probably watch it for a little while because I'll bet you after a minute it'd be like a Call of Duty lobby, dude. Like oh the my modern, God. like the Modern Warfare two days back in like twenty ten. Like in two thousand five and shit. He's all telling Joe Rogan, I fucked your mom too. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I can't, dude. I can't. I like I I like I'm imagining it, and the more I'm imagining it, like, the more likely it is. You know what I mean? Like, they're, they're so bad at self-defense. Like, they're so bad at defending their platform that I, that, like, like you know what I mean? Like, it was, it was, uh, I forgot the EA guy was racist. He is now. What did that this motherfucker? What do actual work? What the? <laughs> uh, no, he doesn't sound like Nick Cage. Nick Cage is not racist. Okay. I think Cage the neighbors are having all a party. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Well, Hold on. Uh, I'm going to peek out the window and see if there's any, like, mamacitas out there. Oh, my God. We're just going to run by this real quick because apparently EA is trying to sell itself. And uh, they're trying to appeal to Amazon. But Amazon is literally going, no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it, if EA is trying to sell us, well, you know what? Honestly, perhaps but they have so much bad press. I mean, it affects their stock prices. Interestingly enough, I mean, bad press can affect your fucking uh, your value as a company. And EA would be a lot bigger if they would just actually get their shit together. Like I said, Sony, opportunity, get EA if you if you want to try to compete this generation. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if there's any mamacitas out there. Can see from the window. <laughs> Anyways, let's go ahead and dead that and move on so we can get to the next segment. Oh man, I, I'm I'm sorry, just the EA guy just, just spewing off racial, anti Semitic, and anti LGBT stuff. Like I just <sighs> yeah. and, and you know at the at at the end of everything he'll be like, nailed it. Yeah, right. He'll go back to his stock meter, like the the, the stockholder meter, and be like, "Yeah, 
So how'd it go? It's like, why is everyone dead? <laughs> we're, we're missing like eight people. <laughs> why is there rope? Like, <laughs> oh. where did that come from? Anyways, this is all. Oh no! Ding 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 ding. Anyways, uh, a horror franchise has been getting some new love and has been uh, rebooted by Hulu, and now. Oh, Winnie we... the Pooh. Actually, we do have a story about that. Uh, <laughs> Hellraiser is coming back and is going to be way more based on the original book than the original movie. And so this is going to be really interesting to see. And a lot of people have been sharing the image of the very first look at Pinhead. And I kind of want to take a look at this because DJ loves Hellraiser. I do. I do. Yeah, yeah. yeah Let's see we can get... Pinhead was a female in the book. But yeah. I don't know. I kind of... I'm, okay, I'm just clicking on this. If there's some racy shit that comes up, yeah. oh well. Yeah, so people who are woke is like, Pinhead's not woke. No, in the book, The Hellbound Heart, Pinhead was originally a female. There we go. Mm. But, mm, I, I don't know. I don't know. Like I don't know, man. Out. I'm for it, though. Like, like The whole Hellraiser franchise has just... it. You know, well, yeah. I got some weird interests from it, so I don't really care <laughs> what anybody does. looks like. I mean, it, the Hellraiser movies helped me, you know, learn some things about myself. <laughs> no, no, it, it's not like the looks. What, what I'm worried about is honestly like based off the book. The book, it's like they were good, but there were a lot of bad things, like stuff that just didn't make sense in the book. Well, okay, it, 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 so that's, like, that's, that's what I mean. It's like, because no, I don't mind the Cinebice looks. You know, like I said, Pinhead was originally a female. That's all cool. But story points, there was quite a few plot holes. And and some things just didn't make sense. That when, so like, oh. when Clyde Barker did, did the film, even he realized, I got to fix some shit around. You know, that, you know like, you know, and, uh, and, I, and uh, I like the movie a bit more because the book. I think it was kind of like a like a what you call it, like a platform or a mold to like work off of uh, storyline wise. Sort of. I mean, so I mean, like the the most obvious thing I want to address about the book is the really blatant violent sexuality. For those of you who have not read the book, this thing is laced, and I mean heavily laced with severe BDSM elements. Oh, and dude. when what's his name opened the in the book opens the box the first time, oh, and the no. movie's like, oh, here comes the hooks in the book. Damn, yeah, <laughs> like the... it's like such overlord. He has to, yep. <laughs> to wake up just to try to quell the fucking uh, sensory overload it's fucking like damn there, there's there's like some really violent sexual stuff that are that are in the hellbound heart and uh uh the original writer what's his, what's his name clive barker he wrote barker the yeah. and the movie yeah oh yeah. what barker even addressed the idea that he was going for shock rather than story mm -hmm. and lost a lot of the plot and what was supposed to be this massive story about uh uh punishment in regards to uh a perceived sin because yeah. that was the whole cinnabites mo was <laughs> that they perceive your sin and punish you for it but and pleasure 
and play well I, to it, it was it, punishment it, and pleasure it was like a weird yeah it was like a weird bdsm thing yeah and so there's there's some really explicit really really explicit violent horrible like rape scenes in the book mm-hmm. pinhead is not a demon pen none of them no, are yeah they're not demons they are they're 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 elements of the of the of the book of the of the fucking what's it called the the, the cube yeah, yeah like the, the cube is a doorway i forgot the realm it's called i need, I need to go yeah. back and read the book but yeah i'm but not yeah, reading no, it yeah. again no thank you <laughs> Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry, dude. Like that one, you know which scene I'm talking about. The one I'm not talking about. Yeah, no, like, we, we don't talk about. Yeah. No, I'm not. I don't want to read it again. Uh, no, none of them are demons. They belong to a certain dimension that's linked to hell, but it's not hell. It's yeah. like this weird space between purgatory, hell, and heaven. Like it is literally this nether realm yeah. where things go to rest. Yeah, the way I see, the way I interpret it is they basically if you know, mortal heaven, hell, if it's all a row, this place is like a big pothole. <laughs> basically, at least that's why I interpret it. Like basically a big pothole, you know, that you fall into. Willingly. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's just, I'm trying to find out what that realm is called, but yeah, so far yeah, I haven't found good luck. Yeah, yet. No, no. Yeah. The thing is he doesn't define it. Yeah, it's yeah. like it, 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 he, it's he just called another it. realm. Yeah, it's yeah, like, like he, he describes it like in like a in like a weird phrase, and it's like it's that's a passage. It. Yeah, but yeah. Then they're not demons. They're not. They're not. They're not associated with heaven or hell like they were in the movies. Uh, they're not. They're not anything. They're they're just these entities that are that exist in this place between all realms. Mm-hmm. And Pinhead is their leader. He uh, Pinhead is the one that is tied to the to the to the cube. Yeah, it's true. And, oh, and also, like in the book, they actually like insinuate there's actually multiple cubes with yeah, multiple yeah, yeah. dimensions and shit like that. So I'm like, how far are you really gonna go with the original plot hole in this one? Because that could be interesting. And like it was hinted, they never flat out said it, but it was hinted like like you know like these dimensions actually like in, at war with one another so- somewhat. Yeah, the Cenobites. And, and, uh... and Pinhead, and Pinhead, she like she is fierce. Like she's feared in like multiple dimensions. Like ain't just this one. It's like you don't fuck with Pinhead. <laughs> yeah, the pain obsessed interdimensional beings called Cenobites which are unleashed on someone who solves it. And in the book, it's not whether you solve it or not. It's whether you derive uh, pleasure from what the box is. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's what calls them to you. Uh, is like a space demon? No, uh, they give me the willies. Yeah, yeah, they they give everybody the fucking willies. Oh, dude, uh, some of the Cenobites, oh, dude. Some of the way they bring that on the freaking screen. Holy yeah. Um So this is uh this is coming out October seventh uh, on Hulu. It is not a remake. I just didn't think you could ever remake the original Hellraiser. It's too much its own thing, and it would be, I think, pre- uh, perilous territory for filmmakers. Because how do you top that? This is a new story in the Hellraiser universe. Mm-hmm. So we're starting from square one. Mm-hmm. So this sense. is the first introduction of the Cenobites on Earth. Then. So yeah, I, I, I'm watching. I'll, I'll be curious, but for right now, I gotta get going. My time is up. Uh, damn, we want to talk more about this, but gotta, gotta make the money. But yeah. uh, I'll catch you all next time. And damn uh, yeah, it, grave. Yo. You know, try not to send anybody to SM in heaven. I guess.
hell. I don't, I don't know what the fuck this is. Yeah, it's, it's, it's neither or. So it's one of those. It could be your hell or your heaven, basically. Yeah, yeah, you know? Like the scene when they reach under the guy's skin, and I'm just like, I'm not sure how I feel about that. Neither did he. <laughs> <laughs> exactly it's like kind of well, hot like, but also looks kind of uncomfortable <laughs> oh, kind of yeah. oh man like yeah, dude if you read the book clive barker goes out of extreme lengths to describe what happened you don't just, i'm gonna have yeah. to read these books i honestly never knew there's only one actual book books. yeah it's, okay it's i never book, knew it was an actual book yo yeah it, it's one book but yeah but when you read the book you kind of realize yeah, that's the reason why the movie's made and why he made sure to take the helm of the movie. It's just why one of it's those, so different. A lot of good ideas, but mm. like like the come to daddy scene originally in the book, that was just <sighs> his his best friend, not you know the daughter. So yeah, that yeah. line was just kind of lost. It was like, Dude. huh? Yeah, like <laughs> why, of all the fucking things to keep in, what? Uh, but anyways, yeah. but oh, all right, yeah. brother, yeah, catch you all later. All right, DJ, be safe. You too. Uh, yeah, the Hellbound Heart. Uh, you can find it. You can find it anywhere. I think it's like free on most public library websites. Uh, holy balls, though! Like it, it, it's so fucked up, so fucked up. And there is a specific, pat, like a specific chunk of the book I'm just not going to talk about because we would get fucking banned. Right. So, yeah. Uh, moving past that, though, like I, I know, Hell, was Hellraiser ever in your repertoire of like horror movies? Yeah. Well, the first two. After that, they started getting kind of ridiculous. Um, yeah, because I think the first two were the only ones Clive worked on. Um, but yeah, it's it's. Um... Yeah, no, like the first two I liked. I don't know. I don't know what they're at now. Like seven or some shit. Well, I think there is like eight or nine of them out. <laughs> Uh, Let's see how many Hellraiser movies are there. Holy fuck! One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. There are ten. Yeah. Why? Because <laughs> they, they make money. They have a. They have a a, a, a hardcore fucking uh, uh, fan base. And uh, it's it's like I, I I never really liked the movie. I, I never really liked the movie. Uh, it wasn't really my vibe. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then once uh, once I was once it, so I found out it's called the Hellbound Heart, and I was like, oh okay, cool. I'm gonna check it out. They uh, have but, almost yeah. as many Hellraiser movies as they do Friday the Thirteenth movies. Oof. There's twelve uh, Friday Thirteenth movies, so they're getting there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, then I read the then I read the Hellbound Heart, and I was just like, you know what? I'd rather watch the fucking movie because <laughs> holy balls, holy kind of shit! Kind of like watching certain Stephen King movies. I'd rather just watch the movie. It's a lot more fun. Oh no! <sighs> not just that. <laughs> beep beep, Richie. Beep beep. Anyway, moving on. Moving on. <laughs> Aquaman 2 co- uh, co-star calls acting in movies like Aquaman clown work. This is the guy that played the Manta. And I, I, okay, so here, good news for you, buddy. You don't have to do it anymore. Yeah, right, though? That's what I do. It was fucking clown work. Okay, here's your severance. Fucking bye. 
yeah, eat a dick. Uh, <laughs> during an interview with Vulture, the 36-year-old action star uh, explained why he balances out his comic book and action flicks with more serious films. Everything should be about getting to, to getting to the truth, but sometimes you got to know which movie or genre you're in. Uh, something like Aquaman, that's clown's work. Aquaman is not the trial of the Chicago 7. You have got to get it over yourself. Okay. I mean, I can kind of see where he's coming from that, though, too. Like, a lot of people take these comic book movies way too fucking serious. You know what? Go go ahead. Go ahead. I'll, 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 I'll spew my spiel in a minute. Okay. Well, I mean, it's kind of a short thing anyway, but, like, that's one of the things I hate about hero movies in general is they're like, oh, you know, we're a big, successful comic book store. You are not. You are a movie about a big, successful comic book, right? So get the fuck over it and realize it's not that serious. So I hate that when hero movies take themselves too seriously, dude. No, no, no. And, and you are right. You are right to a, to a, very, a very large extent uh, about that. However, I will. I, I have to disagree in a very large way. So, the generation before us had a lot of stories to draw from, a lot of old media that still had its teeth in the seventies and eighties, and even mm-hmm. in the sixties. But once we got past that, once we got out of that era where we can't remake Hamlet or you know, the death of the king. Or, or <laughs> write another know, fucking Dracula story. Another goddamn Dracula. Another interview with a vampire. Once we got out of that realm, we had we had very little to go to. And our stories, people your age, my age, DJ's age, when, when we were kids, fucking daytime soap operas ran from nine to five. Mm-hmm. So we didn't have... You know, I mean, programming from 9 to 5 until Mr. Rogers came around and made public access daytime TV had to be educational. But but then you still had other channels, though, that weren't public access where it was like, hey, do you want to buy 40 swords for $10? Yeah. Um, (laughs) But these, these are our stories. These are our hamlets. These are our, you know, uh, 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 midsummers. You know what I mean? These, these are our nights in the park. And I mean, I when, guess. when he's thirty six years old, and he's your, age, he's around. He's your literally age. like my age. Yeah. When you're when you're not part of the generation that grew up on comic books, when you're not part of the generation, and the thing is, is that he should be because you are. Right, you know but I, mean? I also didn't like grow up on comic books. That's why when you and Deech get into these comic book discussions, I kind of sit there. Yeah, I, I know. But when you talk about this is clown work, like go fuck yourself, dude. Do you understand how? Well, yeah, how that's the thing too. Like I can kind of see it from his side and from the other side where it's absolutely bullshit. Like, all right, if it's clown work, why do you fucking do it? Yeah. Like if it's that far beneath you, why do you accept a paycheck for it? Why are you even attaching your name to this at all? Because I'm looking at it like a boss, you know, like 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 a leader of workforce. If you don't like what the fuck you do, go the fuck home. Yeah. Because I don't need your ass here trying to bring down everybody else that actually a little bit fucking enjoys this while you're over here trying to get everybody to quiet quit. And like, I, if you don't like it, fucking leave. We're not forcing you to be okay. Well, maybe in a contract, but hey. Wait till your contract's up. 
we know that DC doesn't fucking do contracts anymore because of what happened with fucking Batfleck. We also know, but the, the and the way is, Ezra Miller's like, fucking shit up, they're not trying to get attached to someone toxic for a long time either. So yeah, this cocksucker's <laughs> gone. I guarantee you, after this fucking little uh, blurb, he's gone. Oh, that's Cause, it. Because I mean, you, you like like stop scaring me. God damn it, Mike, love you. They're like, you know what? We're gonna go away from the Barry Allen Flash. Yeah, and we're gonna tell Wally West's story next. That, well, that would be <laughs> that's the good one. That would be really interesting, in my opinion. Though everything that Grave Robber says is his opinion, in no way affiliates the beliefs of VT Network itself. No, you so. are backed by VT Network. You are backed mm. by me. You are back. You are backed by this fucking. But you know, this it is my it is my opinion. Absolutely, the, the Wally West story is way more fun than Barry Allen. I I think in a lot of aspects it is. Uh, but but what what I'm trying to get to though is. This cocksucker, do you want to just, do you want to just, like, does he, as a black actor, how could he not understand the importance of Blade? Yeah. Or Black Panther. Blade, you mean the guy that actually made Marvel MCU a thing and still hasn't been officially included until, like, they mentioned him in Eternals, right? Eternals, yeah. But, (laughs) like, 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 Blade... Uh, uh, Black Panther, you know, fucking like Spawn, Spawn. How in the fuck is this guy gonna look at comic book movies? Comic book movies with the importance, the cultural importance of things like we talked about last show with Superman. Dude. Superman got killed off in a fucking comic book, and we literally covered a story. Yeah, people were talking. People of all ages, colors, and creeds. Yeah, like, and they were like, you know what? Fine. <laughs> But yeah, either way, the it, like so much of the general public had some input on Superman being dead. Like Exactly. So like the fucking cultural importance of comic books, especially in our fucking generation, for yeah, him like to I didn't read and, the books, but every Saturday morning I was watching X-Men animated series. After school, I, could, I was watching Batman Beyond. Like, you know, Batman the animated series, how cultural important yeah, is dude. that? Like, dude. like so for this motherfucker <laughs> To, to to come out and go, well, this is fucking clown work. Mm-hmm. But here, here's here's a, he expands on it. He expands on it. I just scroll down. He says, in order to survive as an actor and to do it well, you have to play that game and then be crafty about when you want to surprise the audience, the director, yourself with a little bit of, wow, I didn't expect to see a Chekhovian thing or August Wilson and Aquaman, but I did. Like, dude. Yeah. Oh, he's just man. mad because he's not to the status of like kevin conroy you know fucking mark hamill you know who doesn't take this fucking thing seriously and still goes out there and pleases fans mark hamill well not mark (laughs) jason fucking momoa yes he doesn't take any of this shit seriously he he doesn't he doesn't go out there and, and try to beat his chest about the shit he's in he still goes yeah. out there as aquaman he'll go out there as arthur and and and, and dude and jason talk. momoa will go out there as fucking cal drogo and still be a fucking goofball like he doesn't give a fuck dude <laughs> so like like go all the way and fuck yourself bro yeah like, if you cannot especially as an actor if you don't want to be in a comic book movie i know a filipino that'll take your place Please, oh my God, you as bla- he, as Manta he Ray. hates he hates the stories, but you know what? He'll fucking act his heart out. Oh, he'll cash that check. <laughs> he'll cash that fucking check. 
cocksucker, dude. I'm and sorry, not even dude. talk shit for at least ten years. No, because he's, he's <laughs> not until the fucking clears. When it clears and it hits his bank account, he's like, "Fuck, fuck this is fucking clown work." Yeah, right. So, like, how dude, did you feel about being on Aquaman? Um, hold on. Ba-ding. Yeah, you know what? It was all right, but honestly, I hate superhero movies. <laughs> You know, so why were you in it? It seemed like a challenge. Did you hear the ding? <laughs> uh, Did you hear the ding? That, that was Capital One notifying me. <laughs> you know, Wally West was my flash growing up, says Danny. Uh, Mike says, uh, sounds like he has gone total Randy Quaid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, like, it's, yeah. it's just so, like, I, I know another uh, Grave Robber has another big part coming up. <laughs> Dark Charm. Do Media. I? I have no idea right now. I don't know. We sat down and recorded like 10 different things that one day. So. Oh, I think I do. This, this fucking, this fucking concept, right? This fucking concept that superhero movies are this super serious thing. And because he was in one, it's clown work. Dude, if, if that's what you think, if you think you're above this, please fuck off and make room for somebody like, else. Yeah, seriously, the way to literally just blackball yourself. Like, and you know what, dude? Jason Momoa is not going to come back you because that's his goddamn no, franchise. Yeah. yeah, and and like you said, he still comes out as Carl Drogo. He was in he was in Game of Thrones for what uh, one season? One season. So I think he was a total of like a handful of episodes I at think all. Less than ten. I yeah, think less than ten episodes. He had like twenty minutes total screen time in the whole series. Like, uh, yeah, and he'll still come <laughs> out, and he'll still. He'll still do the scowl, and he'll still talk in, in Dothraki, and yeah. he'll still like do the pose for. And his then when fans. you want the picture, he'll be like, eh. <laughs> "Yeah, you know what I mean?" So, like this, this like seriously, dude. Uh, uh, fucking Chris Evans, yeah, Chris Evans, who's Cap, one of the most uh, culturally iconic fucking characters out there. Oh, definitely. He still goes. He still goes around, and when people ask him to do a, a Captain America thing, he'll still put on the big cheesy smile and, "Hey, kids, remember." Do your homework, drink your milk. Actually, Chris Evans had said one of the the most wholesome things, too, about being out, like, in public. Um, And they're like, well, why do you think kids always recognize you, you know, whenever you're walking around out in public? And he said the most simple answer, too, because kids can see under the hat. Mm -hmm. Because if you ever noticed the MCU, you know, star character uh, fucking uniform for when you're out. Yeah, it's gray hoodie. Curved brim baseball cap glasses. So it's like, switch it up a little bit. <laughs> you know, head out, basketball shorts and an undershirt. Nobody's going to believe that Captain America is just rocking a pair of Adidas shorts and flip-flops, you know? I mean, look, look at uh, uh, Daniel Radcliffe, fucking Harry Potter. Yeah, nobody Yeah, nobody expects Harry Potter to be walking around in a scruffy beard with 20 dogs tied to his belt. Smoking cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> saving um, people from fucking muggers and alleyways like <laughs> like benedict cumberbatch yeah no danny uh, radcliffe actually saved somebody from getting muggers. so did time. benedict it's like could you imagine though <laughs> hey nerd give me your wallet i'd rather not who's gonna save you harry potter you're fucking right mate <laughs> like it's fucking harry potter's fucking uh, descends from the fire escape and starts whomping on you <laughs> There's a lump on you. Oh, Mike says he has a big part for you in room 226. Uh, oh. Will Chris Evans be like Hulk Hogan in 20 years? I don't know, man. Chris Chris Evans is one of like the most weirdly wholesome dudes I've ever had the pleasure to read about. 
Well, like, yeah, like um, the kid that saved his little sister from getting attacked by a dog. Yeah. Dude, as soon as Chris heard about that, he was like, okay, you are getting the shield that I took home. <laughs> yeah. You know, with my fucking signature on it, because you are the real hero. You You're deserve hero. this. Like, how fucking, oh my God, dude. That's like a little heart melting. Because Cap was thing, his favorite. You know? Yeah, because Cap was yeah. his favorite superhero. Yeah. Uh, so, was, so he was like, you're the I'm real sorry. hero, kid. <laughs> Mike, Mike, Hulk behind the scenes was never that wholesome, bro. Uh, he, he, was, he, he was not going into it. Uh, but, I mean, like, like I mean, you, you still talk to people like Wesley Snipes, right? And, like, yeah, okay, when Blade Trinity was made, it was yeah. a little bit of a difficult thing for him at the time. But he was going through a lot of shit, apparently. Yeah. A lot of news came out about what he was going through at the time. And like the pay that he was promised versus the pay that he was getting, yeah. So like the, I, he kind of got fucked there. Um, he kind of got fucked hard. Also, apparently, it's like stupid expensive to hire Jessica Biel, and she's a pain in the ass to work with. And she destroyed a fucking three million dollar fucking camera. Okay, but that was kind of cool. That was cool shit. Like that's a good ass shot. She could actually use the bow. That's cool. That but cool. yeah, apparently Jessica Biel's a pain in the ass to work with. Um, the only but, one that like, speaks yeah. highly of her is Ryan. Even Wesley Snipes, though, dude, like, he fucking loved playing Blade. Still does. Like, when they did costume check for Blade 2, and they put it on with all the cool fancy buckles and shit, they gave him the sword and everything, he stood in front of the mirror, drew the sword, and then said, oh, yeah, I'm back. Yeah. And I'm like, this fucking guy (laughs) in the Blade voice. Because Wesley Snipes' regular voice is, like, oddly high. Yeah. Like... And like you hear, you hear a, t- a, a touch of it when he gets shot in the hospital in the first one. Motherfucker, are you out of your goddamn mind? Yeah. He, like, he take off running. And There's he, the white man can't jump. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Money train. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, oh. Let's see. So was Hulk Hulk signed sunglasses? We didn't know about Hulk till years later. Uh, no, dude. We we knew about Hulk. I mean, Wait. Hulk now. Hulk now is kind of cool though. No, he's not. I'll talk to you about that off off air. But no, dude, we we knew about Hulk years when he knows he's being filmed. The thing, yeah, when he knows he's being filmed, he's he's genuinely wholesome. Like at his his shop on the beach and everything with a little kid. Yeah, but behind the scenes, yeah, dude, there's horror stories about Hogan. Uh, But moving on from that, though, I, I I mean. Fuck you, dude! Fucking clown shoes. Is Blade worth watching? Absolutely, goddamn, lutely. Just don't. You watch haven't the seen series. Blade. Just don't watch the series. Yeah, Blade definitely. One, Blade two and Blade Trinity, all wonderful movies. Mm-hmm. Blade Trinity, you're gonna watch for Ryan Reynolds, obviously, <laughs> and Triple H, and and the yes. chick and the chick and Ryan Reynolds having the the, the exchange. They're so <laughs> fucking good. They're so fucking good in that movie. Fucking Ryan Reynolds, though. It's like, you just kind of got to let him loose. Like, let's uh, give let, him an idea of what he's supposed to say, and then just start recording. Let's let, so let's actually talk about that because that's actually something you you brought up when we were watching the Freddy Krueger documentary. How uh, actors different differentiate themselves from their characters. Yeah, and how they always- yeah because okay yeah because uh, Robert England was talking about another actor that he worked with and how that actor has worked with people like Elvis Presley, Bruce Lee, so and so, and he was naming people's names. Then he goes, you know, Bruce Lee, Freddie, and I was like, Freddy Krueger. Yeah, Freddy Krueger. I was like, but you're you're Freddy Krueger. <laughs> Freddy Krueger is a completely different thing. So then you don't have those weird like method actor problems like Jared Leto or Jack Nicholson. So, uh, it's not so much method acting that's the issue. It's, it's uh, 
So, for instance, Tom Hardy is a method Shia actor. LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf is weird. Uh, but uh, Tom Hardy is, is a method actor. We've never heard a single goddamn bad thing about him, except on The Revenant when he kicked the shit out of the director for putting his fucking crew for what they did. Um, uh-oh. We lost some connectivity here. But the show must go on. Are we still live? I hope we're still live. There we go. We lost yeah. some connectivity there. Yeah. But yeah, you don't have like the weird, like, you know, Shia LaBeouf out there shooting dogs type shit going on. Whoa. But uh, I, forget what, I forget what the fuck I said. So yeah, I, I, was, I was using Tom Hardy as an example that we've never heard a bad thing on, about him except for The Revenant where he choked out the fucking director for not giving his crew breaks. I mean, and, that seems pretty justified, though. Yeah. Um, but me- me- method acting isn't the issue. It's when, uh, the, it's when the actor takes method acting too far. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like uh, Alec Baldwin is a method actor. Yeah, I know. He was actually a gunman for five minutes. Uh, <laughs> it's such a fucked up joke to make. We don't care. We make fun of everybody in this fucking show. Yeah. Uh, uh, but uh, but you have you when you when you don't separate the character, you do have bleed through, and that's kind of an issue with for a lot of actors. For instance, uh, uh, Hayden Church, who played Sandman in in uh, in uh, Spider Man Three, uh, not that big a role, right? Not that big a role. But this not guy really, got in, no. he got into a headspace about who who the Sandman was, uh, uh, and. The Sandman himself, like, when there's only one person in the world he's nice to, and it's his daughter. Everybody else, including his wife, he absolutely just does not deal with. It's pins and needles with this fucking guy, always. So when he puts himself in that mindset to act it out, he said that he put a lot of his own experience about, like, his first marriage and his first troubles, and he put a lot of that into the acting and how it came out. And it came out wonderful. He did a great job. Not that big a role, but he did a great job. And he said during an interview that he was, months after the movie, that he was still trying to come out of the mindset because he had interwoven his own life into it. So he was finding himself responding like Sandman would. Hmm. And he was like, I I shouldn't have done that. I, I, I put a little bit too much of myself into that character, and so the character went into me. And you also have you also have examples of like uh I, I know there's so much there's so much said about about uh the Joker, fucking uh Heath Ledger's Joker, but there was a lot of issues that were existent in him before and after filming However, I don't think playing the role of the Joker... I don't and- think playing the role did much for Heath Ledger because there's still my favorite behind-the-scenes photo of the Joker doing a kickflip over Batman. Yeah, and no doubt. Like, <laughs> I think no. that was all Heath Ledger there. <laughs> Yeah, there's there's all sorts of uh, there's all sorts of, of goofy photos with him. He's making faces, you know. Uh, he's cracking jokes. There's there's stuff on set, but I don't think it actually helped his mental status either. Right, because uh, we found out he was in such a frail state mentally when he went into yeah, kind of like the 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 one actress who did that weird molestation scene in Nightmare on Elm Street didn't even yeah. realize she had that kind of stuff suppressed until after. Yeah, yeah, and so the, and she even she said that that triggered my. She didn't my even journey. know it was there. Yeah, yeah. So, but it makes sense though too because Freddie is nothing like Robert England at all. No, like Robert no. England is just 
one of those like funny old men that likes to paint realism paintings and be goofy <laughs> and be like goofy and drink wine like <laughs> talk and talk yeah a yeah lot and he said that he didn't even he didn't even find freddie's voice until they were putting the makeup on him and you know getting irritated and he's like "Ooh, that's what freddie's gonna sound like <laughs> <laughs> but when you put yourself too much into a character there is bleed through. That makes sense. And so when you when you refer to like, oh, uh, I am this character. Like when when they were talking about Wesley Snipes, when he's like, I am Blade. Like, that never happened. That never it, no. happened on set. That, that on set, it. he said, "I'm back. I'm back." But I I'm think it's because he was looking at Blade in the mirror. You know, so really, Blade was the one telling him. You know that he's back, not the other way around. Yeah, and, and if you look at people like uh, like Chris Evans, we'll use him as another another example. When you see uh, where is this where is this documentary for Freddie? I think I want to watch it now. Where where are we uh, watching it? I mean, I own it on Amazon Prime. Let me see if it's streaming anywhere. Uh, looks like you can rent it for four bucks on YouTube, Google Play, Amazon, Apple TV. Apple TV is ten dollars because Apple. And uh, Voodoo. But I think I bought it on I th- Prime. I'm, I think it was like $10. I'm pretty sure it's on Shudder. I'm like 90% sure it's on Shudder. You go ahead and talk about Chris Evans. I'm going to find this while, uh, for, for Dan. So, yeah. I mean, when you look at like Chris Evans and Cap, two diametrically different people. <laughs> Chris Evans likes to curse a lot. Chris Evans is covered in tattoos. Uh, Chris Evans uh, uh, has a really big laugh and likes to joke with his co-stars, makes dirty jokes. Uh, you would never catch Cap talking like Chris does, like out, outside of the right. fucking realm. So <laughs> even Jack Nicholson had an issue, like coming out of the mindset of the Joker. Uh, and, you know, it was kind of joked at, uh, at a little bit. He kind of made the joke at, at Heath Ledger's expense. Uh, but when they when they asked him, how did you get into such a sinister mindset for the Joker? And he was like, I just thought of all the darkest things I could. And I made them funny to me. And so when he's going through the process of being the 89 Joker, he was thinking of horrible, violent death and stuff like that. And then he made it funny yeah he made himself laugh at these horrible things and so even he had trouble coming out of it he had trouble coming out of it and when uh, he let he says that heath ledger did contact him about playing the role of the joker and he says that he told heath ledger be careful and so you know what i mean it's what's one of these things that what well, you have to you have to separate yourself from the character like, yeah. yeah, you can't put pieces of yourself into a character. Like, there's pieces of me and Juice. You know what I mean? But I think so far, the characters I've played, the one that really has pieces of me in it would be... Skull. <laughs> <laughs> Everything else literally is a character, you know? Florida man. Uh, hey. <laughs> so, I mean, it's... it's, it's um. But it is really interesting, like like seeing these seeing these people and how they have to separate these identities. Because like even when you hear like Keanu Reeves talk about John Wick, he, he refers to him as John. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like like oh well this is what this is what John would do. You know what I mean? In this situation, John does this. He doesn't say I did this. Mm-hmm. He says John does this. John goes out and he finds this. John kills people for this. And, and <laughs> Danny agreed with you. <laughs> <laughs> uh uh, Mike says he loves my setup. Thank you, Mike. And he can't wait to see what Grave is going to come up with. I've got some ideas. It's going to get bigger. I'm going to put more bookshelf here and probably hang some stuff, you know, some back artwork. here for people to look at. Artwork, yeah, but not like in a print form. It's going to be something different. Like like all my shit? It's going to be like a handcrafted type artwork type deal. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, you know, slowly but surely, you guys will get to watch my setup evolve and grow. And grow as 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 the so, podcast continues. I I I I do love this aspect, and I do love the idea that there are uh, there there has to be the separation. You know what I mean? Like even Arnold, as 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 like dumb as we think he is, he definitely separates himself from every role he has. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like like when he was talking about the Terminator, he was like, you know, this thing is a robot. It finds you. It doesn't matter what it is. He doesn't say I find you. He says the Terminator. It finds you. That's what it's supposed to do. It's a computer. It's it's a one. It's a mechanically driven thing. Yeah. So like, they like when and the thing is, is that the darker the role, the more of a separation there has to be. You know what I mean? Well, I, kind, I, I, kind in of my makes opinion, sense. Yeah, in my it kind opinion. of makes sense. So I mean, it's it, but however, it is really interesting. Really, and that's what's really awesome is. about the division story that you're writing. It's literally about us. So it. Can't separate that. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I took all I took all the best elements of us, and I turned them up to twelve. You yeah. know what I mean? I, like, I, I turned <laughs> everything about us up to twelve. <laughs> there is a lot of depth in Dutch from Predator. Yeah, fuck you guys. Oh, why, Mike? Thanks, Mike. We love you. F, F you too. <laughs> F in the chat for Mike. Uh, <laughs> So yeah, like, but I, I I do believe though they're, they're they're and especially if you're playing like a monster, you know what I mean? If you're playing like something like a serial killer or something like that, there has to be like a big separation. And like I said, it's just personally me from my experience in acting and my experience in working in like what limited film I have. Uh, it's there has to be there has to be a degree. Yeah. But. Mm. Speak like like speaking of just people coming back to, uh, with 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 roles. Uh, we now have some uh, some news regarding Beverly Hills Cop. Four. It gets a new title and adds more stars as the film finally enters production. Is this going to be like a 2016 Ghostbusters? No, it's it has what's his name in it. Uh, Axel Foley has reportedly entered production with Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Taylor Page joining Eddie Murphy for the long-awaited sequel. The fourth film in the Beverly Hills uh, franchise is finally moving forward uh, on the Axel Foley sequel. The next installment is being directed by Mark Malloy uh, from a a screenplay written by Will Beale. Uh, Murphy is stepping back into his titular role uh, and also producing alongside Bruckheimer, Chad Owen, and Melissa Reed. Wow. Oh, that's all Bruckheimer. So that's going to be interesting. Hmm. Jeez. Okay. Uh, 
so they acquired the lights in, the, the rights in 2019, and they've just been uh, in development hell. And it looks like they're finally going off. Uh, we don't have a release date or anything else. We don't have a plot even. But we know that it is finally entering production. And they didn't I noticed, even show the fucking picture. I noticed Judge Reinhold's name wasn't on there. You think that has something to do with being arrested in the airport? <laughs> Amongst other problems. Hmm. Mm. <laughs> mm. I liked his character, though. My favorite little detail of Judge Reinhold's character was when uh, they go to his house. He closes the door, and he's got that, like, over-the-door shoe rack, but it's full of guns. I'm like, that guy's cool. Goals. Goals. <laughs> Goals. <laughs> that guy's really cool. Well, that's when that's back when ammo was affordable. You know? Yeah. He could have different calibers, like a 357 SIG, 357 44 Magnum, 9mm yeah. 45 ACP, 45 Long Colt, and we could, he could afford rounds for all them guns. Yeah, dude. That was back in the day. You could buy a 1911 for 300 bucks. Well, I mean, we still can. It's just not going to be very good. <laughs> just because you can. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so let's move on from Although that. there is one sub $200 gun out there that I do want to get. Which one? The fucking Yeet Cannon. Yes. <laughs> They're like 180 bucks, dude. I know. <laughs> Moving on. Yeet Cannon, dude. Uh, Danny says, if Judge Reinhold isn't in it, I will be sad. I think you should look up some of what Judge Reinhold has been into in the last few years, and you might agree that he may be best kept away from everybody. People. Yeah. I want to cap. I want to cover this, but I don't want to cover it with DJ gone. So don't. Yeah, I think I think I'm not. I, I think I'm gonna skip this one. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys, but like I, I don't feel comfortable covering that without DJ here. Not not because like I'm anything; it's because like I I, I can't offer any fucking perspective into that. You know what I mean? Uh, he wants a four five four Casul. No, he wants his fucking wrists to stay healthy. <laughs> he doesn't want to be walking around with wrists like this in five years. <laughs> Uh, we lost a country singer, though. Luke Bell is dead at 32 after going missing for a week. Damn. Do you know who this is? Nope, but 32. That's uh, young. I don't know, yeah. Rising country star Luke Bell passed away at 32 after allegedly going missing for more than a week. Bell's friend and fellow country singer Matt Kinman confirmed the heartbreaking news to the music site Saving Country Music. Born in Kentucky and raised in Wyoming, Bell was found dead in Tucson, Arizona yesterday, near where he had been reported missing on August 20th, according to the Tucson Police Department. As of yet, the singer's cause of death remains unknown. Whoops. What the fuck happened? I don't know. Fucking external links. Nice. Um, hold on. There we go. Uh, however, Kinman told music blog The Boot that his buddy had been diagnosed with bipolar disorder, adding that a recent change in his medication might have played a role in his disappearance. Uh, wow. That is shitty. Yeah. Uh, 
some of Bell's words here. To be honest, I live in the day and I count smiles. That's it. Listen half the time and I end up drinking beer with my neighbors. Life's not bad. Hmm. Uh, wow. Well, that really sucks. That really does suck. Uh, we're sorry, Luke, that, that you're gone, man. We really are. We hope that whatever happened to you gets solved soon and that you can uh, find some rest. So, from everyone here at VT Network, and we're sorry to see you go. We're, we're, we didn't know who you were. We're not exactly fans of your music, but every, every life lost is a tragedy. So, from VT Network, so long and good night. So, let's go ahead and on that note, start trying to wrap this bitch up, shall we? Mm-hmm. You want to push the button? Mm-hmm. Push the button. Since DJ's not here, I guess I'll fucking do it. We got a Patreon, folks. That's right. We got a Patreon. That's where you can give us money. Uh, voices. Well, you haven't said any kind of voices, Mike. You got to get specify, man. I'm already rolling. That. You, <laughs> what's another cage? God damn it. Has, cage, has Nick sold a Patreon before? I don't think he sold a Patreon. Who else do I got? Uh, the Joker. Fucking. Who else do I have? Great. Fuck. I got a myriad of people. I got Arnold. They got fucking <laughs> goddamn. I got oh. home. I got a myriad of voices <laughs> here. Like, hold on, let me, let me let me see. Hold on. Uh, I got Rick, Keanu Reeves. Uh, I got Negan. <laughs> Uh, Doc Holiday. I mean, yeah, so I'll let you guys choose that while I get this. I bitch. think you should do Jack Nicholson or Ronald Reagan. Oh, that's so easy. Do do Carmen? What do you think she sounds like? I I do you want, my voice is far too deep to do a female's voice or a woman's voice or somebody. No, it's else. not. No, it's not. Trust me. Coming from the guy that played a character named Butch Lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll tell you what, Mike. I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll give you a choice here. We got Doc Holliday, Negan, or... I don't know, Mike. I think he should do Reagan. What do you think? Doc Holliday, Negan, or... Fucking Keanu Reeves. Doc Holliday, Negan, or Keanu Reeves. I'll let you choose, Mike. Uh... Reagan, that's too easy. It's like way too easy. Everybody does Reagan. Kennedy. Which one? John F. At his normal talking speed, not his. I'm doing a presentation talking speed. Sure, Grave will do Carmen. I oh fine, I'll do Reagan. <laughs> or uh, uh, Reagan for de fine. Fuck. God damn it, Mike. <laughs> I gave you three choices. You choose Reagan. You jerk. <laughs> God damn it. Ah uh, well. You can give money to these fine minority boys at patreon.com forward slash VT network. I don't particularly support them, but I believe you should for stimulating the U.S. economy. I hear they pay taxes. I'm not too sure about that, 
but I think they should. Uh, when you go to patreon.com forward slash VT Network, you get three choices. You should have more, but this is what the American people deserve. Uh, that is $1 a month. You get a producer credit on every episode. You get the Marine Mental Minute, and I love the Marines. Everyone knows I love the Marines. Go Marines, go. Devil dogs, devil dogs, and a minute with DJ. Again, I'm not going to participate in that one. But I'm just not a fan of minutes. Uh, for three dollars a month, you can help support these young fine men even more. Uh, you get a producer credit. Uh, you get access to a post show which releases every Wednesday. Now, again, if you want, uh, uh, if you want more. Uh, of these fine young gentlemen. Again, not my particular taste, but you can do it. A Minute with DJ, which I will be passing by, and the Marine Mental Minute, go devil dogs, be all you can be. Uh, now for $5. That is one, not their slogan, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> thank you for your input, wasn't asked for. So uh, for $5 a month, you get access to a, a monthly movie roast. I'm not quite sure what that is. Uh, the post show, uh, your name will be read out loud by one of these fine gentlemen. Uh, not my name in particular because I don't choose to support them. But uh, you can get in on that action. And I, su I suggest you do. Stimulated Americans, which I'm not sure they are, but stimulated Americans is what we do in this administration. Uh, you get a producer credit. It. You also get wonderful stickers. I like stickers. I think everyone likes stickers. Yeah, he likes stickers, but not duct tape. Yeah. Uh, you get a giveaway every three months. Yep. And a minute with DJ that I will be skipping in a Marine Mental Minute. That's right. That's right. Go Marine, go. So once again, that is patreon.com forward slash VT Network. Thank you for coming on by. Wow. My jaw hurts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I thought you were going to do like the more like longer breathed whispery Reagan. No, no. I did, I did, the, I did the Gorbachev wall Reagan. Yeah. God, my jaw hurts. Because <laughs> <laughs> you were like, oh, it's too easy. I'm like, he's going to be like, go support. The VT Network guys. No, no, no. <laughs> Gorbachev wall speech uh, one. Uh, you want to tell them about the merch? No, we have a new, we have a new design. Yes, we do. Where is it? There it is. Kachow. Let, let me get it on something here. So I guess I have to try to do Carmen's voice, which yep. is interesting. Uh, I know nothing about this character. I don't even know what this character looks like. Carmen, been, she's she's married to Mike. She's hot. I've been told that this character is female. All right. Love the new design. Thank you, Danny. So, if subscribing to monthly stuff just isn't quite your bag, and it's kind of like as if for you, then you can always check out their one-stop shop. It can be a one-time shop or more. I mean, it depends. You know, if you've got that MasterCard, just go for it. Um, but if you go to vtnetwork.redbubble.com, 
Um, they sell all kinds of neat things like shirts and bags and, and shower curtains. And um, I don't think they have rugs yet, but I could still go ahead and just use the shower curtain to roll Mike up in after I get tired of him. And then uh, sure. I'll use probably a wall tapestry, kind of shred it up into ribbons and use that to tie it all up. Because, you know, like we love the show. It's just sometimes with Mike, it's questionable. So... Um, yeah, go to vtnetwork.redbubble.com and the, the gentleman over here in the Hawaiian shirt is always making new, new designs for like your phone cases or, you know, your floor pillows and iPad skins and things like that. And, um, yeah. And, uh, also, you know, like they, they do little fun things like, um, they, they'll shout you out and be like, Hey, thanks for buying our stuff. They really appreciate it when, uh, when, when you support them through any means, you know, that's possible for you. Um, oh, look at that cute little puppy anyway. And, uh, also if you buy something, you know, $7 or more from their shop, uh, go ahead and send in a screenshot of your receipt to their email, which is vtnetwork84 at gmail.com and uh, include a link that you think uh, has a video gross enough to make Hawaiian shirt guy throw up on camera on that lovely little post show. So, you know, if you really want to get the most out of that, then the top tier subscriber on the Patreon is the way to go. So you can watch that post show over and over and over again and just laugh, just laugh and laugh and laugh and have a great time. But yeah, so check out vtnetwork.redbubble.com and support these guys this way thank you carmen wow mike you married young bro for like the long for like a, a good minute i thought this was a fucking sword you dumbass <laughs> I, I was like why does a kitty have a rapier uh, oh don't ask story. don't ask questions <laughs> look at, look at the <coughs> well, you're allergic to cats <laughs> nah the pupper look, reminds me a lot of soccer the dog and uh, right now they are having a sale off, uh, a sale for twenty percent off. So if you want, if you ever wanted merch, now's the time to get it for twenty percent off your purchase. Ah, look at that! Mike's not gonna fucking not if you keep playing that King Cobra bullshit. Oh god damn it! All right, all right, Mike. All right, all right, all right. No more King Cobra. I promise. Yeah, just because you like it doesn't mean we do. I like how much it annoys you. Uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, he tries to send me TikToks and shit, but it doesn't work because I have him fucking King Cobra, whatever the fuck, blocked on TikTok. So it, it's it's it'll just say video unavailable. I'm like fucking good. I like how good. I like how well this design came out. I like that design a lot. Yeah. Um, fuck was they saying? Yeah, they have a sale off. They have a sale for twenty percent off. So, uh, yeah, good deal. Get, get on it, man. Uh, that was from Carmen. Got uh, Carmen. Wow, mm. Carmen hates King Cobra too. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, if you want to get a hold of us, you can check us out on VT Network Two on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you want to email us, that's VT Network eighty four at gmail dot com. If you want to get a hold of us, talk to us. If you know people that are interested and want to talk to us or have a subject you want us to cover and talk about, as long as it's not political or religious or anything super heavy like that, we're happy to do it. Uh, VTNetwork84 at gmail.com. Also, um, I want to thank Paul Shore and the Magic Squirrel Network for keeping us on, keeping us going. And in October 29th and 30th, where we will be making some public meetups in Cincinnati, Ohio. The venue has yet to be... Uh, 
nailed down because honestly it uh it keeps changing it keeps changing so we're just gonna wait till it's a closer date to get you guys a set venue uh we i did reserve one but they kind of canceled on us so um please please come hang out with us you know as soon as i get it as soon as i get that nail that nailed down you guys will know uh there will not be a show on that on that saturday and sunday but we will uh be uh I, I, we're gonna try to live stream it we're gonna do our best all right to live stream it and to to uh get you guys content no matter what but uh uh oh yeah dark charm media now has an email an official email that is dark charm radio at gmail.com in case you guys listen or anybody who listens to this wants to communicate about dark charm media uh suggestions uh prompts characters uh, comments complaints please send them in darkcharmradio at gmail.com uh do we share rooms mike you can share my bed i'll share day. a room with you mike hell yeah it'll be uh <laughs> it'll be a reverse oreo or no it'll be an actual oreo two brown boys and one white in the middle there you uh, go I didn't even mean to make that joke, but it came out. All right. <laughs> I also want to thank the producers of VT Network. That is Lofus, the Raging Caucasian, Cheyenne, This Asshole, the Grave Robber, uh, Carol, Sherry Finks, Ashley, Mike fucking Smith, Gibby, and Donnie Hinkle. Thank you guys so, so, so much. Uh, once again, without, without, without you guys supporting us, uh, there would be a lot less VT Network to go around. Uh, our, next, uh, our next movie roast is going to be officially what movie? Frighteners, starring Michael J. Fox. We're going to be reviewing Frighteners, and then the month after that, we're going to be doing Enter the Dragon from Bruce Lee. Oh, it's going to be fucking great, dude. It's going to be great. Uh, but with all that said and done, though, we're going to get the fuck out of here and go to the post show, which is going to be out on Wednesday. So uh, say goodnight, Grave Robber. Good night, Grave Robber. Ew. <laughs>